You're listening to the Aggie New Student Podcast, a series by the orientation staff at Utah State University. Transitioning to college is exciting, but there's a lot to do and understand. We're here to talk you through it. I'm your host, Kylie Hopkin, the Assistant Director of Student Orientation here at USU, and we're so excited to have you join us. All right. Hello, everyone. We are back and we have a great crew with us here today. Uh, Welcome to the podcast, everybody. Uh, Let's dive right in and start with some introductions. Hi, guys. My name is Kylie Hart. I am a history major with minors in organizational communications and anticipatory intelligence. I am a senior, so I graduate in the spring and I am from Brigham City, Utah. Hi, my name is Sam Shaw. I am a mechanical engineering major I just started my junior year here at Utah State, and I'm from the Seattle, Washington area. Hey, everyone. My name is Evan Noble. Um, I'm a senior in the History and International Studies departments, and I am from South Jordan, Utah. Awesome. All right. Well, we've had 18 members on the podcast before, but this is a fun episode because it's all about the A-team as we're getting ready to hire for next year, and we want anyone and everyone who uh, is interested to apply. And so we thought we would just sit down. I thought we would just sit down with these wonderful people and kind of dig into what the A-team is, how you can apply and kind of some of that information. So that's where I want us to start. It is the group of undergraduate students who work as orientation leaders um, in our office, in the Student Orientation and Transition Services office. Um, It is a paid position. It is a leadership organization. And so it kind of has its own unique little uh, spot when it comes to involvement at Utah State and um, people's experiences at Utah State. And it is one of the um, things that makes it unique is that it is a calendar year position. So we are getting ready to hire for 2023. And that group will start in January and go through December of 2023. So these wonderful friends are finishing up the 2022 A-team and kind of wrapping things up here in the next few weeks what do you want or think someone who's considering applying should know about this position and this job I remember um when I first applied to the A-team it was my freshman year and when I first started that application I didn't know a whole lot about what the A-team was I really learned the majority of of how I viewed the A-team during that interview process Uh, and I think as I learned more and more about the A-team I just got more and more excited for the prospective possibilities that came with it. Um, And so I think that it's important for someone to kind of have an understanding of what the A-team is as they're applying, uh, but then also be comfortable to say, okay, um, now that I know more information and now that I've gathered more information, is this something I could see myself doing? Is this something that I realistically want to do in my college career? And if that answer is yes, then, you know, keep moving forward, kind of full steam ahead. But kind of gathering that information was really helpful to me as I went through those interview process because it helped me uh, see that that was something that I really did want to do with my um, time at Utah State. And so it really kind of kept my motivation really high through through that interview process. Being on the A-team is a lot of work and a lot of hard work and it requires a lot of time outside of mandatory A-team time that you have to give yourself to prepare to actually be a good A-team member. 
And so if you're not willing to give that time and prepare yourself, then you're not going to get a lot out of A-team and it's just not going to be worth it for you. So if you want to do it, make sure that you're willing to give it 100%. I think something you should know when you apply for an A-team is that if it's something that like works with your schedule or if it works with like who you are, I think like who you are doesn't really matter. Um, people always like think that orientation leaders need to have a lot of energy. They need to be like the most outgoing, extroverted people. But something that we always talk about on the A-team is that there's no um, mold for what an A-team member is. And so I think that's something that's really important to know, but also just knowing that the A-team is like one of the most fulfilling experiences I've had in my college career. And so I think that fulfilling comes with both the highs and the lows. Sometimes it's really hard, but just knowing that it really is a team and that you have that team to support you is something that would give me a lot of ease in mind if I were applying again. Awesome. Now, Kylie, you're wrapping up your first year, Sam and Evan. This is your second year on the A-team that you are finishing up. And uh, this is kind of a two-part question, but it's like, what does the A-team do and why should students apply to do those things? What do you guys think? Yeah, so being on the A-team is really, really fun, but it's also really fulfilling. And you get to actually see your efforts to help people at Utah State like come to fruition. And so you get to help these incoming freshmen who maybe are a little timid and scared at the beginning of orientation days. You get to walk them through what it's like to be a college student. And then by the end, you see them excited for college in a way that they were not when they came. So it's very rewarding and very fun that way. You meet a lot of people and it's just a good way to spend your time. Yeah, so just kind of like giving back to the university, but also just realizing that being a part of the A-team will help you grow not only like as a person, but also professionally. So I think that when you apply, as you think about applying, just keeping in mind that the A-team is so much more than a job. It really is a commitment to your fellow students and to yourself. Going into my third year here at Utah State, something that I've been seeing more is just how much work is done to support students behind the scenes. And so when I think of the A-team, something that comes to mind is kind of that safety net that's there for students as they're taking their first steps through college. Uh, and so I really see, see it as that safety net to kind of help students through those first steps. I, mean, I think that's fantastic. Oftentimes I get asked as the boss of the A-team, like, well, what are you looking for? What makes a good A-team member? And like Evan said earlier, there's not like a mold. There's not a checklist. And so anyone can be a good A-team member. We are looking and taking a very large applicant pool and narrowing it down to a team that can work well to best serve our incoming students, but also work well together. We lean hard on that team aspect because you're not going to connect with every single student, Sam, Evan, Kylie, like they don't connect with every single student, but they connect with different students. And the goal is at the end of the day, right? That, that we've got someone there that can connect with you and can help you and, and serve you. I'm going to give you a little bit of a hot take loving Utah state is not enough, right? That's not a good enough reason to apply to this job and this organization because there's a lot of people that love Utah State, but we need students that are committed to those incoming students, committed to the, the organization and what we're asking them to do 
And there's a lot of fun things that we do. There's a lot of like relationships that are built. There's a lot of personal growth, like Evan talked about. All of those are like byproducts of being all in on the work that we get to do. And so as you're sitting there and you're thinking about, okay, well, like this sounds awesome. This is, you know, why I should apply. I love you, Tase. I'm going to do it. I would urge you to ask yourself why you want to do it beyond that, because just a love for the university, while we we all love Utah State and are so grateful for it or so passionate about it, like that's not enough to do this job. And so keep that in mind. Now, I want to kind of pose this next question to all of you. I would love to hear really quick what the most rewarding part of being a member of the A-Team is and what the most challenging part of being a member of the A-Team has been for each of you. For me, the most challenging part comes to mind first. I think of it as, uh, or I think of myself as an introvert with a social battery. And when that social battery dies, I want to go back into my little introvert cave um, while my roommate, who I uh, have had the pleasure of serving on the A-team with for the past two years, um, is very much an extrovert, right? He can always kind of go, go, go. uh, And it's just kind of like brick on the gas pedal for connecting with people and talking with people and engaging with people. That's just not me. And so I found it uh, challenging to really stay on and give my all to every student. Uh, Because I, you know, we talk a lot about how every student deserves your all every time. Um, While the most rewarding part was, you know, some of those harder times with students, whether it was uh, connecting with them on a deeper level and really getting to answer some of their questions, some of their fears, some of their hopes, or, you know, two, three months after an orientation day or uh, connections, getting a random text uh, with a question or with a concern or with. Um, some kind of various need that a student might have and really being able to kind of be that person for students in that way. Um, I'll go ahead and I'll start with the hardest, most challenging part for me first, just because I think it's a little bit easier to put into words than what I've loved about the A-team. For me, it's something that I didn't expect at all. But when it comes to working with incoming students, I didn't realize just how much I would come to care about them. And even just like the span of X amount of time that I've spent with them, whether it's just a few hours or whether it's a few days when it comes to working with students who are in connections. But I can think back to this one particular moment, my first year on the A-team, when I had a student who reached out to me um, from one of my orientation days when school started. And she just sort of talked about how school wasn't really working for her. And she just like had some things going on in her life, like familial and things like that, that really I had no control over. Um, when it came to like offering resources, there were resource, resources that I could provide to the student, but there wasn't quite enough that I could do in their life. Um, and for me, I think that was really, really hard because it felt kind of like I was frozen in this moment where I didn't know what to do and my heart just like hurt for them. So I think that when it comes to like being someone's first friend, that really is like a true thing. And it means that like, we feel that way about these students that we really come to love them. Um, So I think sometimes just like being their friend is enough. But I also think that that sometimes that emotional drain and how much we care about students does take a little bit of a toll. Um, But that being said, I also think that like on the flip side of that coin, um, my most rewarding A-team experiences have come from the relationships that I've built 
some of my very best friends have come from the A-team and not just from the A-team itself, but from the students that I have been privileged enough to be able to get to know, whether through orientation days or other areas of how the A-team works. But I would say that the people that you meet really, really do teach you so much, not only about who you are, but also about the world around you. So I think that those relationships, while sometimes they're more challenging, they also are among the most rewarding. The most challenging part, I'm going to start with that one, the most challenging part of being a member of the A-team is doubting yourself sometimes so you're put in front of students who don't know anything about college and you just have to give them all this information and there were times where I didn't know if I fully understood the information that I was giving them and I was worried that I was not helping them in ways that they needed Um, and so in that essence it was difficult to get over the imposter syndrome that comes with being a leader but the most rewarding part was at the end of these days, realizing that I was not an imposter. I, in fact, knew what I was talking about. And I was actually helping these students be ready for college. And just going through like that transition with them every orientation day, I felt like I was a new student at the the beginning and then like a ready student at the end. It was like I was going through the entire transition with them. And it was really a, a beautiful experience for me to know that that what I was doing was good and that I was able to help people. All right. Fantastic. So I'm going to rapid fire some frequently asked questions really quick. The first is, you know, we give 18 members a list of mandatory dates. It's not like 10 hours a week or 15 hours a week consistently. It just depends on the time of year. Yes. All of the dates are mandatory. We need our people at the things we need them at. So um, that's one that I get asked a lot. The second one that I get asked a lot about, and these guys have kind of alluded to it, is that there are a couple rounds of this hiring process, a couple different interviews. We have a lot of applicants and we have limited number of spots. And so we get to do a couple rounds of interviews, which allows myself and the rest of the hiring committee to see people more than once before we make a final decision. So our website, usu.edu slash a team has all of the details about the mandatory dates. It also, if you scroll to the bottom, has some details about the different rounds of hiring. And for those that are selected, you'll get information as you move through the process as well. Another question that we hear a lot is, well, if I applied last year, and I didn't get selected, should I apply again? And my answer is, if you are still interested, then yes. Obviously, if you're not interested, do your own thing, right? But if you are still interested, yes, because it does not mean that you are not or or couldn't be a good AT member or not a good, going to be a good AT member, right? A lot of it is timing. A lot of it is who else is applying. Um, and again, we're putting together this team that needs to best serve our incoming students, they also need to work together to do that. And so if you're still interested, please, please, please apply. We would love to see those applications come in again. And oftentimes there's people that I have to say no to that I, in my brain think, oh, but I really hope they apply next year. So please do that. The last thing is, again, this question of what are we looking for? I need students that aside from being able to be at all of the things that I am asking them to be at, right? These mandatory dates. I need students that are 
adaptable and resilient. I need students that are teachable and I need students that are going to be committed, are going to be all into the work that we have the opportunity and the privilege to do. Outside of that, I can teach you how to lead a small group. I can teach you how to run an orientation day, right? And so that's really what I am looking for. And, and again, we get asked that a lot. Now, if you're sitting there, you're wondering, cool, well, this is awesome. How do I apply? Again, you're going to go online to usu.edu slash A team. I am going to link that in the show notes. That's where you're going to learn more about the job. You're going to find the mandatory dates and apply if it's a good fit for you. You'll submit your resume through Aggie Handshake and then we will, uh, after those close on the 28th of November, we will then reach out to everyone on the 29th and move forward with the process. So as we wrap things up here, I just want to know if there's any parting, final parting words from you all for our next year's or our 2023 applicants. If you are interested in the A-team in any way, shape, or form, go for it. It is so worth it. It is so rewarding. You gain 30 best friends or 30 new family members, depending how you look at it. Like it really is just the best experience that I've had in college. And so I encourage everyone to apply. Just believe in yourself, right? Believe that you have uh, something to give uh, the Aggie family, something to give our incoming students. Um, and if you're thinking about applying or if you've already applied, uh, as you go into interviews and the application, uh, trust that you have right these talents, these skills um, to to pass on, right? And a lot of that uh, kind of authenticity and a lot of that originality in who you are shines through um, in that application and interview. Like we've talked about, if it doesn't work out, that means that there are other really awesome areas at the university that you can make an impact. And if it does, you never would have gotten that experience had you not been brave in the application process. So be brave. Um, don't be fearful. It really is an exciting and fun thing. And you can learn a lot about yourself, even just in the application process. All right. As always, you can follow us at USU A-Team on Instagram. Email us at orientation at usu.edu. We are here to help and answer your questions. Go back and listen to other episodes of the podcast and stay tuned for more episodes to come. Uh, really, truly reach out if you have any questions and we'll see you next time. Thanks and go Aggies.